0: Hey folks, Bez here. Let me begin this episode, which drops towards the end of Black History Month 2020, with a quote from Frederick Douglass from 1857. If there is no struggle, there is no progress. He spoke these words on August 3rd, 1857, during a speech in New York on the 23rd anniversary of the West Indian Emancipation. He went on to say later that this struggle may be a moral one, Or it may be a physical one, and it may be both moral and physical, but it must be a struggle. Power concedes nothing without demand. It never did, and it never will. Hello, brothers and sisters. This is the Solidarity Podcast from Teamsters Local 769. I'm Brian Besbiatti, but everybody calls me Bez. We have an info-rich episode lined up for you this month. In this episode, you'll hear a negotiations update from the bakery division, news of some shenanigans in Tallahassee, and a victory in the House in Washington. All of this and more, along with news from our most recent general membership meeting, so we're glad you joined us. Knowledge is power. If you or your co-workers find it hard to make it to our regular meetings, This is where you can learn what you missed and more. Make sure that you encourage your brothers and sisters to listen and subscribe to the podcast and help bring everyone up to speed. We want to make sure all of our members are empowered to face challenges both on and off the job. We'd love to hear your feedback as well, so reach out to us on social media, email us at podcast at TeamstersLocal769.org or call our Solidarity Podcast voicemail line at 786- Four five six seven nine three six, 7936 and we may even use your audio in the show. We appreciate you taking some time to learn about our union, so let's get to the news. On February 6th, 2020, the U.S. House of Representatives passed the Protecting the Right to Organize Act of 2019, also known as the PRO Act or H.R. 2474. In one opinion piece, On the Hill, it was described as one of the most significant pieces of labor legislation to come before Congress in years. Among other things, the PRO Act would make it substantially easier for workers to form and join unions and for those unions to negotiate meaningful contracts with employers. By extending rights to workers who have been excluded from the reach of labor law and introducing real penalties for businesses that break those laws when workers attempt to organize a union. Companies would be required to bargain in good faith with labor unions and it would reinforce a union's right to use the most powerful weapon they have to strike against their employers. The PRO Act would also help to end employee misclassification, such as those with XPO, where they have repeatedly insisted that port truck drivers who work for them are actually contractors, not employees, and thus are not entitled to even the minimum wage, never mind benefits or workers' compensation. Workers demand to be treated with respect and dignity in the workplace, and this legislation would allow that to happen. Now it's up to the Senate. Where Companion Bill S 1306 has been introduced but is unlikely to move forward without extreme pressure. We'll keep you posted on the progress of this important legislation and follow us on social media or our website for ways you can help. On Wednesday, February 19th, we celebrated the 45th anniversary of the Weingarten decision. On that day in 1975, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled in favor of sales clerk Laura Collins and her union the retail clerks, in NLRB v. J. Weingarten, Inc., the case establishing that workers have a right to request the presence of their union steward if they believe they are to be disciplined for a workplace infraction. Keep in mind, Weingarten rights extend to units operating under the NLRB and not the Railway Labor Act. And our final news story of this episode... The new Teamsters Local 769 mobile app is nearing the end of its beta testing phase and will soon be released to all members. Stewards at numerous companies were asked to download and test the app during the past month and the reactions have been positive. If you are a 769 shop steward, ask your agent about it and if you are a member, the launch date will be announced soon. We'll be back after this.
1: Hey fellow Teamsters, Mark your calendars. Our annual Teamsters Local 769 South Picnic is scheduled for Saturday, October 24th, 2020 at 12 noon. It will be held at our usual location in Markham Park, located in Sunrise, Florida, just off of the I-595 in Fort Lauderdale. Good food and great beer for the adults. Treats and fun activities for the kids, from bounce houses to a rock climbing wall. Come enjoy a full day of fun with your Teamster brothers and sisters from all over South Florida. As always, our picnic is free to members of Teamsters Local 769 and their immediate families. Admission price for a guest is $10 per adult and $5 per child. Remember to bring dry non-perishable foods for our food drive, benefiting Feeding South Florida. For updates and more information on this event and everything related to Teamsters Local 769, follow us on any of our social media pages or visit teamsterslocal769.org solidarity.
0: Time and again, we mention politics here on the Solidarity Podcast. And before any of you tune out, I wanted to bring to your attention the subject of our main story. I mentioned some shenanigans in Tallahassee at the top of the show. And I'd like to take a moment to explain how our elected representatives have our union in their crosshairs up in our state capitol. We have long known the challenges of living in a right-to-work state, but that isn't enough for some of our anti-union legislators. They clearly will not rest until they have taken all of your collective power from you. Josh Zivilich had more at our recent general membership meeting.
2: We've had folks going to Tallahassee. John Kinzel went. Andy Mattis is up there right now. Al Diaz, who's a steward from the city of Fort Lauderdale. Uh, Steve went up. Chuck Tomey went up. The legislature in Tallahassee, as usual, has their slew of anti-union bills that are out there, things that will undo uh, from Tallahassee, things that uh, what we call a preemption bill, which will undo things like the living wage ordinance in Miami-Dade County, which is important to a lot of our low-wage folks. That would just make that totally illegal. Okay, if the the far right within the Florida legislature gets their way, they'll be able to undo that. Okay, luckily, we do have some friends on both sides of the aisle, Democrats and Republicans that we're working with trying to get legislation like that killed. The other one that's a big one is uh, House Bill 1, which we talk a lot about politics. And if this is old hat, I apologize. But it's important to discuss this. House Bill 1 is for our public sector members. Uh, Anybody that's employed, say, City of Coral Gables, City of Key West, Monroe County, City of Fort Lauderdale, we have over a 1,000 members in our local alone that are public employees. For whatever reasons, the Florida legislature wants to dabble in their relationship with their union and mandate that if you wanna be a member of your union and have your dues deducted, you have to sign a new union card every single year, okay? That may not sound like that's that big of a deal, But the additional move on this is that then the employer at that municipality, whether it be a city or county, the employer has to verify that that is that employee's signature. The only goal of this is to reduce our membership. The only only goal of that is to hurt our pocketbook and to not be able to fight cases, take cases to arbitration. It's an anti-union bill. It's an anti-worker bill. It's going to pass the Florida House with flying colors, unfortunately, and we're hoping we're going to kill it in the Florida Senate. Okay? We do have some friends, in particular, a committee chairman in the state Senate that we think will kill this bill. But that's got to be – got to start thinking about this when we go to the ballot box, right? It gets old, me saying this stuff, you hearing it from us you got to take a look at how these folks vote. Why would we vote for people that want to hurt working people? We just can't do it, okay? So that's, that's, uh, that's what's going on in Tallahassee.
0: We will keep you posted on the status of these attacks on our union, and if you can help, we will certainly call on you to reach out to your elected representatives, some of whom are clearly not representing your interests. As always, subscribe to this podcast, our website, or any of our social media pages. Look for more details at www.teamsterslocal769.org solidarity. We'll be right back.
1: Hey, Teamster members. Are you aware of all the benefits of your Teamster membership? Your Teamster privilege entitles you to members-only savings on everything from renting a car to sending a bouquet of flowers. All U.S. Teamster members and their immediate families are eligible to receive savings on legal services, entertainment discounts, car and truck rental discounts, credit counseling, flower and gift basket discounts, and interstate moving discounts. For more information on these and other benefits to your Teamster membership, visit TeamstersLocal769.org solidarity and click on the benefits tab on the right side of the page.
0: Next here, we are joined by our bakery and laundry business agent and member of the policy committee, David Renshaw, to give us some industry news. Hey, Brian, how you doing? Good, good, David. Good, good, thank you.
3: Yeah. I wanted to give you an update, um, as I have the pleasure of, uh, representing all of the bakery and laundry with our division uh-huh. and, uh, just a kind of a backtrack within that division, there's approximately 80,000 members that we represent, uh, throughout the United States and different divisions, um, uh, in classifications within the bakery and laundry. And, uh, kind of a tidbit if you will uh the bakery and laundry conference is the oldest conference under the umbrella of the teamsters really international yes yes it's a pretty good fun fact they've been uh, baking the bread and delivering the
0: pastries for quite a long time yes you so you have an update from uh, the conference itself
3: um not necessarily an update from the conference itself but i do have a local update okay. and we are in ongoing negotiations of one of um are long-standing shops, and that's uh, Intamin Donuts. Okay, it's those nice chocolate donuts we yeah. all like at the grocery <laughs> store, right? They are actually owned by Bimbo Bakery, so we are are currently in negotiations. Um, we do represent the Intamin's drivers throughout multiple counties, including all the way up the middle of Florida. Okay. So it's all one collective bargaining agreement for all those regions. Gotcha. We have had multiple sessions um, with the labor relations, and uh, we've had some good discussions and some good tentative agreements on non-economics. Okay. We are getting ready to continue our negotiations next week, which is the tail end of February, to continue our ongoing discussions pertaining to economics. Good. As of now, um, our agenda is being addressed and things are proceeding as planned. There's always some unforeseen bumps in the roads during negotiations, but um, it's a good solid group. Uh, Some of these drivers have been delivering our bread and donut and pastry products. Uh, We have drivers that have been doing it for above 25 plus
0: years. That's great.
3: You know, and one of the benefits they always uh, talk about of not only being a part of a union is the pension plan that they have. Okay. And they have a, a good, lucrative, secured pension plan, um, and it gives them something to work for. And
0: Right. Quite a few of them must be getting close to.
3: Yes, and some of them are exercising it now, and it's uh, they're, they're happy they put in those hours.
0: Yes, absolutely.
3: And they put in some different hours. Uh, those... Um,
0: early route sales morning sales
3: representatives uh it's not uncommon that they would start at one o'clock in the morning
0: right right out to the grocery stores before they open
3: that is that is it before they even open for us yep. so no it's a good group a lot of senior folks that have been doing it for quite some time and um, they take a lot of pride in the in the product that we take a lot of pride to eat in yes yes
0: <laughs> maybe a little too much <laughs>
3: so look forward to giving you uh, an additional update of we are hoping for a tentative agreement as an entirety and bring it up for um, ratification through the rank and file.
0: When's your next scheduled uh, negotiations? Our next
3: scheduled negotiations is for the tail end of February, which would be next week.
0: Okay, great. So we'll look forward to some update. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Brian. Great, David. Thanks again. Good stuff. Special thanks this month goes to David Renshaw. And be sure to check out our newly redesigned website at www.teamsterslocal769.org for more information on any of the information contained in this episode. And as always, Teamsters Local 769 Solidarity Podcast is produced by the officers and staff of Local 769, including Josh Zivillich, Rolly Pina, and Steve Myers, with contributions by Local 769 business agents and by me, Brian Besbiai. We encourage you to visit our website at teamsterslocal769.org slash solidarity. There you will find show notes and additional info as well as links to our social media pages. You can also email us at podcast at teamsterslocal769.org or you can leave us a voicemail at 786-456-7936. If you leave a message we can use, we may include your comment or answer your question in an upcoming episode. Be sure to subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you find podcasts, and we encourage you to tell our sisters and brothers about the show as well. Our theme song, The Vendetta, was composed by Stefan Kartenberg, and additional music titled Onion Capers by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com were used in this episode, both licensed under Creative Commons Attribution License. Until next time, remember, in unity there is strength. Bye, folks.